Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Now's the time to complete your college degree or begin your master's at Ohio Dominican University. ODU's online programs fit your goals, schedule, and budget. Explore all of Ohio Dominican's online offerings at ohiodominican.edu slash online. Thanks for listening to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in American soccer. And don't forget to subscribe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast. My name is Steven Jodorant. Joining me today is Jake Wachoba and Armand Kafai. On today's episode, it is part two of our interview with Rochester Rhinos President and Chief Soccer Officer Pat Ercoli. If you haven't done so, check out part one, where we discuss the potential MLS relocation to Rochester and the ups and downs the club has had to endure. Listeners, come back later this week. We react to a busy MLS rivalry weekend and the U.S. Open Cup final. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review, and follow us at Unc Sam Soccer Pot. We love your feedback, your thoughts, your comments, so continue to send them in. Now, let's get to part two. Pat, just listening to you talk about that, it seems like the community, I mean, you mentioned it when we talked about MLS, has been going through some ups and downs, uh, you know, throughout this whole process of, oh, we're potentially having MLS, oh, not anymore, or, oh, like the future of the Rhinos is kind of unsure. How has the community been taking, you know, all these, it seems like a roller coaster of uh, just news and developments with the Rhinos? It's hard because, you know, I, could, I was here throughout the whole time period. So, you know, while I was coaching and we had our successes, um, everybody, everybody believed in what we, we were preaching. Uh, and everybody felt that very positive about the team over the demise, of, you know, taking the team out of bankruptcy and all that kind of stuff brought negative attention to it. Playing in uh, the NASL for the one year and then dropping to third division brought negative attention to the team again. The organization kind of survived, like I said, because we had the other other um, uh, teams that helped support it. But now I think, you know, we're involved in the youth, youth level at this point, and we continue to, to operate as, uh, with our youth teams um, with the understanding, obviously, that our main intention is to bring a professional team back to Rochester. I would say that with the amount of time that maybe that a team isn't present here, that you may have that same synergy again once you start up again because, you know, they'll, they'll miss soccer. And once once it comes back, I mean, I moved I moved over to the east side of Rochester now. I was on the west side for over 33 years. And, you know, I've been on the on the east side now maybe three months. And there isn't one place I don't go that somebody doesn't recognize me or say something about the old days and all that kind of stuff. I, I couldn't say that about the west side. <laughs> 
so so I don't know if it was just because people knew me there and they they didn't they probably see me all the time and and never said anything. But to me, the East Side's kind of an indication of what brought our demise a little bit. Having a stadium in the inner city, I think a lot of the East Siders probably chose not to support the team anymore because of the location of the stadium. So we're hoping to bring a stadium in in uh, the suburbs and tie it in with with the right partner and and basically come back as a Division One team. Now I don't know at this point that's that's the direction, but who knows? I mean, uh, they've granted that that franchise to us. You know, our intention is obviously not to be in the Champions League, but but you never know with time. What is the hope? For this uh, for this team, uh, when they start playing in USL League One, and just to clarify, to 2021 is uh, more likely than 2020. Yeah, 2021 only because the stadium that that they're negotiating with, and there there are several different op- options there, but the one that that they like the most is in conjunction with the partnering, and I, I won't go any further than that, but another partnering community that that would have an interest in that stadium for themselves. So that's what would make it work. It hasn't been revealed yet. So, I mean, I can't really give more, more information than I have already, but that comes about, then there's, you know, it's not just us as tenants in that building. Um, and so that, that would help. Uh, I, I would say that, yes, I mean, our, our scope would be a little bit different than it has been in the past. Uh, only because I believe that's the direction that we should be taking. When I when I was coaching, we had players here that that were here with me for ten years. You know, we we had individuals that were, you know, more mature athletes. Right now, in in the Champions League and even in the Division One, most most of those players have aspirations to play at a higher level when you bring them in. So for the most part, they they last with a particular team two to three years. So so that that brings a different challenge, I believe, to us in the direction we take. Uh, in the past, you know, I would get a player and we'd had success, so they'd stay here for 10 years because they, they felt they were being compensated well. They loved the community. They were well supported. There was no need to go anywhere else. Today, that, that's not what happens with players. Um, Especially because, you know, the average between the player that played for me, they were usually 27 to 30. Today, you're getting kids that are 20 to 22. So they, they, their intentions are, I want to use this as a stepping stone. Uh, so our view and our vision for the, the new uh, D1, Division One team, would be one that encompasses our community. And, the, and what I mean by our community is, the players and, and the teams that are in our community that were the kids that were supporting us in the past that have an interest in pursuing soccer at a, at a different level, uh, we want to be able to uh, direct that. So, you know, we start developing national team players. We start developing players that, that move on to the MLS. I think that hasn't happened here, Part, partly because our vision was different. Our vision was we need to win. We need to win championships and we, and we need to be competitive. And we always were. 
it's not to say we don't want to be anymore, but I think you need to have some sort of a flavor from a local level uh, because that'll help develop players. That'll bring more direction into the development process. And, and when people talk about building pyramids and uh, having the top as being the MLS and growth pattern from, you know, rec soccer to travel soccer to premier soccer, we're, we need to fit into that pyramid as a D1 level. And in order to fit into that, then you need to give these kids or athletes in our community uh, a chance to aspire to play at, at that D1 level. And I think that, that we need to use that as a, one of our scopes, which we haven't in the past. And not, not to say that we didn't do it on purpose. It was just that we didn't feel that there were talents here that could help us uh, rather than trying to develop them. Why will this new edition of the Rochester Rhinos be more successful than the previous? Well, I think for one thing, like I said, the location of, our, of the building will certainly help. You know, coming back with a different scope, with the understanding that we're, we're going to be a community member from a youth standpoint uh, and helping develop and bring more direction to the youth development in our area and having some of them, you know, be part of our team and being on the field. I, I think that's been lacking. It's been lacking for a long time. And when, when I first started in 96, I'm going to tell you that I probably had a good 12 to 14 players that were local players. Now, granted, they didn't always play, but they were on the team. Talk about 14 players and, you know, you talk about their families and you talk about their friends and you talk about <laughs> that. That creates a pretty good crowd for you. So I'm not saying we're, we're going to use that to, to, to gain spectators, but I think that we need to use that to uh, challenge the teams, the youth, people that are involved in the youth development in our area to see a vision that's more in line with the European teams or the MLS for that matter. You know, where, you, you know, if you're going to be in New York city, you want to play for the Red Bulls. If you're going to be in Columbus. You want to play for Columbus. If you want to be in LA, you want to play for one of the teams in LA. So, so the MLS is, is starting to, uh, or has accomplished that. And, it, and I think, you know, on a smaller scale, we need to do that as well here. And we have. I don't believe that's that's happened in this community. Pat, last question here before we let you go. As a Canadian, why did you feel it was necessary to help relaunch the Rhinos rather than get involved with a team or maybe even an expansion team in the Canadian Premier League? I'm at a stage in my life where, you know, that – Try sort of a move to Canada it wasn't really in my um, my family's best interest. I mean, to some degree, you know, I haven't really made too much of a move out of Rochester for that reason. You know, I have four beautiful children. You know, my wife and I have been married for 38 years, and so there were there were more um, personal reasons for why I didn't want to take on those types of challenges. I mean, now I am a little bit at a different stage in my life. Um, same thing. I mean, if I can rebuild 
I guess I'm at a point where, you know, when you've been with an organization for 22 years, now I know I was gone for about four, but, um, you know, the, the rhino blood runs through my veins. So I guess I'd, I guess I'd rather be known for, at this point, for an individual that stuck through uh, the tough times and, and the good times with the rhinos and then just pursue something better uh, because that was presented as being better at the time. I think at this point, you know, I feel that uh, if I can help relaunch, you know, my success with the rhinos is pretty extensive. So I kind of feel that, you know, to move on to anybody else, I don't, I don't know whether I'd have that same uh, feeling. Pat, we really appreciate it. I just want to give you the floor if there was anything else you wanted to add. No, I mean, I, I appreciate you uh, giving me this time. I mean, you know, I think soccer's very strong in the U.S. now, and I think there's there's still some hurdles to that are going to be challenges, but that's with any business. I mean, it, there's always people that want to knock, knock you off the perch, uh, and you need, need to continue to evolve and, uh, you know, confront your challenges, and I think that, that we've started to do that in, in this country. I mean, obviously, the national team part of it is is a, is another part of it. Um, so we'll see how the development academy, now that there's been some changes, how that's going to evolve and and uh, help us be successful on the national level. Great, thank you, Pat. Thank you, guys. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. At Pathways Financial Credit Union, we know things come up that might require extra family funds. You could use the equity in your home to help pay for almost anything, from home improvements to a family vacation. Our home equity line of credit has rates and payments much lower than a traditional loan or credit card. Find out why Pathways is the fastest-growing credit union in Ohio over the last 10 years. Visit one of our convenient locations or check us out at pathwayscu.com. Offer of credit is subject to credit approval. Pathways is an equal opportunity lender and is federally insured by by the NCUA.